about. We'll talk about. I think it should be a sports show. Sports show? I mean, a little bit. You know what I mean? Like after we get done talking about the other stuff, because like we can talk about UK some. We can talk about NFL. We can go through the scores for NFL. Right. That's kind of what I was thinking. Did it? I think it came across. I mean, it made a little noise. Cracking open a aluminum <laughs> bottle of freedom. Kind of a, a, a wimpy. Yeah. We'll just have to do it. There we go. Welcome to the Gentleman's Podcast. I am Chris. Uh, to my left, as always and forever, Nate. is Nate. How are you, Nate? I am fantastic, man. How, How was your you? weekend, buddy? Well, it was pretty good. Pretty good? Pretty good weekend. Uh, kind of a quiet. We had to go. My stepbrother got married, went to that wedding, and uh, just kind of relaxed. Watched some football with you yesterday. Yeah, we so watched some. We we, we we tried to watch. We tried football to watch football. The struggle with Directv. Speaking of, yeah, I spent forty minutes on the phone with Directv today on my way home, trying to get a technician scheduled to come over and fix that. Oh, I completely forgot. Really glad I just reminded myself this. So, <laughs> I'm gonna go on one kind of accidentally, but it, so I called Directv and I'm like, hey, because it was throwing that error code, right? Yeah. Seven seven five. If there's anybody out there listening and you know my pain, then whatever. But when we were trying to watch the football game yesterday, for like for like three weeks while I was gone in Texas, it just didn't show anything. Like it wouldn't play anything. Well, then yesterday it'd play like what a minute and a half at a time. Dude, it was and it then was, cut out. Yeah, and then a minute and a half. It was the most annoying thing ever. So I called them, sit on hold forever. Obviously, get hold, get through to the technician per the scheduled people, and they're like, "Oh, this is the wrong department. We had to send you to another." So I sit on hold again forever. Yeah. So, anyway, to cut out the boring shit, I get, finally get a hold of the dude, schedule an appointment. So, like, I'm talking to – he said his name was Ken, but he, he was an Indian guy. Clearly so, not Ken. Yeah, not Ken. And he's like, okay, so just want to make sure the problem that you're having is 775 code. I'm like, yes. And I've scheduled an appointment three times, and, like, nobody's showed up. So, like, can we get somebody out here? Okay, yes, yeah, so code 775, uh, yes, okay, on and on and on. So we finally get it scheduled, right? And he's like, all right, tomorrow between 12 and 4, cool. I'll leave work early. We'll make it happen. Whatever. He was like, okay, you know, how they do like the, can I, can I help you anything else? Like, you need anything else for me today before we go? And I was like, actually, yes. I haven't been able to watch my TV for a month. So if you could transfer me to billing or whatever, because I want to talk about not paying my not bill paying for, that, for month, that yeah that'd be great and he goes okay okay so just please briefly describe to me uh what why you don't want to pay bill and i was like because i had that 775 error code and haven't been able to watch my tv for a month and he goes oh so 775 code have you had that problem fixed holy shit i was like Ken, you're fucking killing me, bro. Like, we've been on the phone for 25 fucking minutes trying to schedule an appointment. Oh, like, my God. And he asked me that question like three more times. I was like, Ken, you're Indian, dude. You're supposed to be, if anything else, smart. Yeah, at least have some memory retention. God, I was, it blew my mind. It literally, I was like, are we fucking kidding That's right now? That's fucking funny. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Good so, music anyway. while you're on hold, though? No, no. No, it wasn't. It was actually, it was weird because... You know, like usually if you're on hold, yeah, like there's like the music playing or whatever. It was like the hold, like when somebody answers and you talk to them first, and then they're like, "Hey, can you hang on a second? So it was just silence. It was like silence for like 13 minutes. So I didn't know on if, hold. Yeah, so I didn't wow. know. If, like, I thought they hung up on me. Honestly, I had to keep checking, and I was doing other stuff in the house, you know, like while I had it up to my shoulder. Yeah, but God, I've been just... on hold with like my family doctor, which is just well, you know him, Doctor yeah. Wright. Yeah. 
And they play music in the background. <laughs> I feel like they have like your like they're like on the phone with you, and then they just like take their Lay cell phone and like play it up to the phone and play music on it. Been on hold before. This is bad. Uh, this is bad when uh, we went through a time there when we first got satellite that we were super addicted to the Weather Channel. Yeah, uh, it's easy to do. Yeah, especially with the local on the eights. Because <laughs> we were like local, yeah. that means us. Yeah, that's know? us. Uh, and. So, like, I knew the addiction was bad because one time I was on hold and a music was playing. I was like, it's local on the eights music. <laughs> like, it was the same. I guess it's like. Am I on uh, local on the eights yeah, right now? <laughs> no. I think, I guess it's like, uh, what's that? Uh, uh, public domain music or whatever, yeah, where it's yeah, like yeah. free yeah. shit. Yeah, I'm sure you're right. Like, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. They're like, their whole soundtrack was public domain. Is it really? Yeah. They, I didn't know that. They didn't pay for any of it. it why wouldn't you? I mean, yeah, yeah. Why would you? I just didn't realize because that that shit is like catchy now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If you heard that, you'd 100 percent be like, "Oh, that's it's always sunny." Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember? Where it's at. I don't know why this reminded me. Of, you said local in the eights, and you're talking about calling or whatever. It just reminded me of this. But you remember, like in Cynthia, when you used to be able to call the bank, yeah, and get and the time and temp, and get yeah, and and get the uh, you get a forecast too, wouldn't you? And I think you just do time and temp. They oh. tell you what time it was and temperature. Well, no, you. Yeah, you're right. They'd give you like the daily, it'd be a daily forecast. Daily forecast. Yeah, that shit was awesome. I just remember calling it time and time. I remember, yeah. I remember, uh, what was it? It was a girl I went to high school with. Her phone number was like, like it was either 234 or 235. And hers was like 235, but the weather and weather thing was 234. So people called her all the time. They called her constantly. <laughs> That'd be annoying as shit. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucking hysterical. Yeah, that would, that'd be awful. Like she said, literally, like they would get calls constantly, and they just be like, "This is not that the, uh, you need to call two three five. And they're like, yeah. sorry, hang on. Oh, bad. I'd really like to know. I would have just start giving them weird, like fake weather. I would too. <laughs> Thank you for calling because I think it was Farmers Bank. It Thank was you for farmers, calling yeah. Farmers Bank. The time is now. You know, that'd be funny as hell to do that. The current temperature is seventy five. <laughs> Hailstorm and tornadic activity later. We are in the currently evening. under a tornado warning yeah. until five thirty p.m. I wonder, everybody out there listening, I wonder if other cities had that. They had to have, Everybody sure, had but... to have had it. It's had to have been a thing. Yeah. Like, just one of those kind of local, like, you know, not even like a big, not even like just small town thing. It had to have been like a big town thing. Because at the time, like, you had to wait till noon or six o'clock to get your weather. That's sure You can only get it from the news. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Because, yeah. honestly. Isn't it crazy to think about? Yeah, I know. It's nuts. We've come man. so far. You, you can literally like get on your phone and know the exact to-the-minute weather for an entire day. Yeah. But we used to have to wait hours to get it, like, just close weather. What's even funnier is that they used to post the weekly weather in the paper. Like, I do remember that. It was on the back page. Well, it's that, st- I mean, they still post. Color. They still post it, but that had to have been the most unreliable news of all time. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I would almost try. It's like, you know, like, sorry to cut you off. Like, like you know, you probably, the guy puts it out on Sunday or whatever. And he's like, like on Monday, it just <laughs> yeah. goes to shit. You know what I mean? He's like, damn it. He's like, I'm going to get my ass reamed for this <laughs> yeah, one. Fuck, I just lost my job. <laughs> <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know. Like, I hate newspapers. They're stupid. They're so obsolete now that it's. Yeah. If you're, if you're like, a, if you're a local newspaper and you haven't. Because even our, even Cynthia's newspapers online, the Democrat. Yeah, you can get online and look yeah. at. Yeah, I mean, like even some of the bigger ones though, like like the Herald Leader, they almost went out of business. I remember that. Yeah, like some, they really think. almost went out of business. Yeah. It was a real thing for them. Just That's crazy. <clears throat> That's crazy to think about. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, so I guess they. I mean, 
they still sell ad space. Everybody's still selling ad it's just, space. It's just different on print because I think it's, I think it's like cheaper and stuff like that. For I'm the sure end. it is. Uh, but just the cost of it, like you think about, and I know this is gonna sound awful to all those people that you know keep the dogs in America and all that shit. But yeah. just think of like the labor costs and the equipment costs. Oh yeah, like man. To print I mean, paper. Yeah, it's no. gotta be not cheap. I mean, I don't think newspaper like laborers make a whole lot of money, but oh, I'm sure they don't. No, it's it's. I mean, I'd barely above. Minimum, it's like barely above minimum wage. I, I'd be shocked if it was above minimum wage. Yeah. The people well, that are actually printing everything. Yeah, well, it has to be above minimum wage. It's, it doesn't have to be. It does? I mean, it can't be below it, but it doesn't have to be above it. It can be yeah. at minimum oh, wage. Oh, right, right. That's what you were saying. <clears throat> yeah, I was saying, I mean, I feel like that's a minimum wage job. Like, Yeah, definitely. I mean, who knows? I don't know. Unless you work for the New York Post. Shit, they probably, don't, they probably pay below minimum wage. <laughs> the editors are making money. So... I guess we got to go to the sad news of the day. Uh, sad news. This, this one might be filled with a little bit of uh, extra sad news. There is. There's a lot of sad news. Some sad right news. Now. So I'm sure everyone at this point has heard about the shooting that went down in uh, Las Vegas. Uh, last report I saw was like 60 dead and 400 injured. It's, the numbers just keep going up. I mean, Because last report I heard was 50 and 200. Yeah. It so it's gone up, up since then. Dang. Yep. Are people just, are they going like as they get them to the hospital and stuff? Or I'd say that's how, the, you know, that's how those numbers are reported as, as, as they come in. They, you know, I, it just stinks to, it's scary to imagine, you know, that that was a concert in Vegas. I, honestly, I told when I heard, Heard about it last night. It was right after you all left, I think, when I saw it. And I was telling Hannah, as crappy as it is to say, I mean, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but it shocks me that this hasn't happened before. I mean, you'd think like sporting events or concerts or those kind of venues, and I've said that for a long time. I think that's why, you know, like at schools where it's, they're so bad is because you don't have to be a good shot. You don't have you literally can just yeah. start shooting, and you're going to hit trigger. something. I mean, yeah. I don't know how many people were at that concert, but it was in Vegas, so I would imagine. Just from the video I saw, it, it looked like there was a couple thousand. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just – it's it, but it's scary to think that, you know, the Vegas trip is – have you been out to Vegas? No. It's a big place, and Mandalay Bay is on the end of the trip too, but it's just – I mean, I can't imagine. It's such a – when I say big, I don't mean like the city big. Like, it just – it feels like a big place, yeah, yeah. so it doesn't feel like a place where you'd be under attack. I mean, I, I can't imagine being out there. The thing that would scare me the most about it when I started thinking about it was, can you imagine being at a concert like that, drunk? In, in Vegas, I, I'd say 95% of those people were drunk as shit. If you're not drunk then, in Vegas, then you're they're doing to, it wrong. You're there to see the Hoover Dam. Yeah, yeah, you're in the wrong place. But to hear, I mean, to hear gunshots start firing off and people, I mean, fuck, I mean. I'm sure it sobered you up quick, but the reality is you're still drunk. I yeah, mean, you're not you're not functioning that's, fully there. That's scary as shit in and of itself, just because you don't know what your brain's not working well enough to. to yeah, the scariest thing was when you when I heard that people are initially thought it was like pyrotechnics. So their oh, initial really? reaction was, "Oh shit, pyrotechnics! No way!" And then like the guy next to him dropped down. You know, you know shit like that. That's scary. And that is scary. It's I don't know, and you know what sucks is uh, I don't know if they found the person or not. Have they? Oh yeah, they they got him. He's I actually saw a video right before I left work. They so this guy has a brother that lives in Orlando, and so obviously they found him. And I mean the news crews were yeah all over him. 
but the video I saw, it was and it was a lengthy video. It was probably eight minutes, which you know, I mean, for an interview like that. But he was, you could tell that guy literally. I mean, the shooter. Yeah. It was out of character for him to have done that. So his family, his brother, they were talking to. I mean, he, you could tell just by looking at his face, he couldn't comprehend that it was his brother. That, I mean, it'd be like Daniel going and doing that. Is how it, I mean. I know that sounds shitty. I don't. Yeah, I don't uh, think yeah, Daniel I would ever do that. But like, so for you to have to wrap your brain around, I mean, he was just like, I was literally. He was literally just texting me about we just got our electric back ten days ago. You know, he was just texting me about that, and now he's shot a bunch of people. You know, like, so I don't know. I, ugh, I can't imagine. I hate that for. You know, I hate that. that's the one thing that I think kind of goes unnoticed and untalked about when you have an event like that happen. Is nobody really thinks about the bad guy's family, you know, like, yeah, like that family is a good example. Like they probably had nothing to do. I mean, they didn't have anything to do with him doing that and they'll probably be ostracized for it forever yeah, now. But gonna, like, yeah, it's going to ruin their, uh, place in, in their, where they're living right yeah, now. And I'm sure really anywhere they do live because the guy's name's, the guy's name is famous now. Yep. I thought I read somewhere or someone was showing me or something where his dad works for NASA well, I, I, that would make sense. I mean, I, can see, I mean, they they looked like. I mean, I don't know how to say this without sounding shitty. Every time, I mean, just talking about, it, I feel like I'm being an asshole. But I mean, they they looked like a educated family. Like they they you know. Yeah. I, they, like he was standing, his, his brother was standing in his driveway during that interview, and he had a very nice house in Orlando. So, so upper I mean, middle class type. Sure, certainly. I mean, th- yeah, they weren't like loaded by any yeah. means, but I mean, he was definitely he was living fine. You know, yeah, middle class, upper middle class. I mean. Just like I mean, I can't imagine being. I mean, just it'd be like you, like somebody, like all of a sudden I found out that you just went and killed forty people. Like, I wouldn't know how to wrap my head around that. I'd be like, what are you talking about? Oh, man? I would. <laughs> well, I know what it'd be. <laughs> I know what building it'd be in, but <laughs> that's a different. That's a different point. If it was in Vegas, I'd be shocked. <laughs> if it was in Vegas, I'd be a little shocked. Yeah. Like, how'd I get off work long enough to go to Vegas? <laughs> That's so shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, like, that's not him. It yeah. couldn't be him. He can't no, even get off work. He's supposed to be at work. <laughs> he had a day off in 48 days. Chris in Vegas. That's funny. It must be a different Chris. <clears throat> in other sad news, did you see that Tom Petty is gone? Fuck, man, I was going to do it. Oh, I'm sorry. God damn it. I'll it. do it next celebrity. Tom Petty is dead. That one hurts, though. Man, I hate that. That really brings me to like a moment of silence. Yeah. You know what? It's kind of wild that it just kind of all of a sudden happened. Because, I, I mean, somebody announced it at work today over the radio, which was weird. Uh, over we have like walkies at work. Oh, that right. I was like, well, yeah. I mean, that's not that weird, Chris. No, it was kind of wild. He's they known just, for music. <laughs> it wasn't like a general announcement either. He was just like, hey, so and so. They're like, yeah, go ahead. And he goes, Tom Petty just passed away, bro. Uh, I wonder if that if you knew that guy was like a big Tom Petty fan or something. Maybe I don't know, but uh, like all the sudden, and then I, I looked it up, and uh, it was like, well, it was a heart attack over the weekend goes on life support, and then they just had no brain activity. So. Yeah, they just took him off life support. And I mean, he lived the life, you know. Yeah, how old was it? Sixty-six. That's pretty young, though. It's still I mean, pretty young, but I mean, although although I mean. It's young, but for a musician, it's pretty good. It's not bad. To it's be, not I mean, bad for that's a, a shitty musician. way to look yeah. at it. But I mean, yeah. She, after this strain of musicians we've had die at the age of like you know forty and younger. Yeah. Uh, 
And at least it was a natural cause, you know. He wasn't suicide or... Yeah, I know. Uh, it just kind of sucks because, I mean, like, what, when, when did the Heartbreakers, they were probably, what, 60s, 70s? 70s, yeah. 70s. Late 70s, I think. So, I mean, he, I mean, they, they ran it for a while. They ran with it for a while, and they sold a shit ton of albums and yeah. stuff and made some killer music. Killer music. Tom some Petty's, of the best music. Yeah, it's never, it's Tom, uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, it's never something I go out and look for. But every time I hear a song by them, I'm always just like, "Hey, boy, Hell Tom, yeah, that shit's yeah. good." And yeah, like he's always to me, he's always been one of those musicians that like, you don't. Sometimes you may not. I mean, like, well, I'm pretty good about knowing Tom Petty music. I like Tom Petty a lot, but well, you can definitely pick him out of the crowd. Well, well that's what I was gonna say. He has a very distinct voice. A yeah. and like B, like, you, like you, you'd be like, "Oh, that's a Tom Petty song. I know that song." You know, yeah, like, you know yeah, it. Yeah, like you yeah, know yeah. the words to it. Like, oh yeah, I know that song. Yeah. So R.I.P. in peace to Tom Petty. Yeah. Hate to see you go, but I'm glad that you were here. Definitely glad we got to experience some of the best and I'm, music. And I'm glad that you were in The Postman. He was in The Postman? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't. I can't remember. I've seen like... Great movie, by the way. Yeah, I know. I love all those... Uh, what's his name? Kevin Costner? Kevin Costner, <laughs> post-apocalyptic movie. I don't care what anybody says. I love Kevin Costner, oh, period. I love Kevin Costner. Can, he is. I don't know that he's made a bad... Like, one of my favorite movies of all time but that a lot of people have never seen is the Kevin Costner Robin Hood. Fucking love it. I love it. I think I Morgan saw it. A young ass Morgan Freeman are in it. Really? Yeah. I think I saw it when I was young. I don't remember it. Uh, my favorite Kevin Costner film is by far the biggest commercial flop in the film industry, Waterworld. I thought Waterworld was great. I, I knew, I knew that's what you were going with yeah. when you said post-apocalyptic. It is. It is considered the biggest flop. Is it really in Hollywood? I thought that was a great movie. Budget versus return. Yeah. Huh. Well, I can see it. How, how did that have a big budget? Because they filmed They're it out. They're the ocean. Yeah. It's expensive as fuck. Hmm. And like, they all almost died too. Because a hurricane ran through. Oh, I didn't know that. Filming. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> it was awful. But no, he was in The Postman. He was like a, he was like a leader of one of the settlements or whatever. And like, it was kind of cool. Because they didn't say that it was Tom Petty. But it was clear. But Kevin Costner's like, you used to be famous, didn't you? He goes, yeah. In the movie? Yeah. He goes, oh, really? Yeah. And he goes, yeah. I used to be. Huh. I thought that was fucking cool. It is pretty cool, man. Yeah. I don't remember that. I, might, we might have I haven't go, seen that movie in a while. We might have to go back and watch that movie. It's a good fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Back to Waterworld. Yeah, Ed Harris is in that movie. Yes. And he's fucking amazing. He's another underrated actor. I Dude, think. he plays... I think he's dead, too. Did he die? We might check that out. Let me get yeah. on that. Yeah, let's But let's that. keep going on Waterworld. Uh, Ed Harris is in that movie playing the bad guy. And... Uh, just a fucking fantastic bad guy. Yep. I, you know what I remember the most about that movie? Like, they, they coincided together, but that came out, and uh, that freaking jet ski racing game on Nintendo 64. Yeah. Like so, like, that was the first time you saw real jet skis actually go into water and do that submerged shit. You yeah. Know, like, when they went down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you used to do it on a 64 all the time on that racing game. But then, like, that uh, water world came out, and you're like, oh, shit, you can really do that. Yeah, the nose down, shit yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, you can go into water. Uh, so I'm the- sorry, it's Dennis Hopper. Holy fuck. I really thought that was Ed Harris. Yeah, Dennis so- Hopper, my bad. And he is dead. Really? He died in 2010, yeah. I didn't know that. I don't know where I got well, it. What about Ed Harris? Is he dead? Let's find out. Now I'm Ed nervous Harris. about Ed Harris. <laughs> I know. Dennis Hopper, RIP, uh, seven years ago. <laughs> Uh, we'll never forget. Yeah. We <laughs> Except we didn't know. Except we didn't know you were dead. <laughs> yeah, 
Ed Harris. There he is. Ed Harris is alive. I thought he was. Yeah, when you Good said dead, I was. Thank God. That would have scared me a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we need some more Ed Harris in our lives. Yeah, we do. Dennis Hopper in Waterworld plays the bad guy and is. He's a phenomenal. He was. Was. Sorry. A phenomenal bad guy. He was a Always. great bad guy. Yeah. I think he played. He. That's a great bad guy. And then he's. he's fuck. I suck with movies. He's played a lot of fucking really good bad guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. I, I was trying to think. Of, sorry. I was staring at you for a second. I was trying to think of some of the movies he's been in where he's been a bad guy, but. He's almost he's almost always a bad guy. I know it's. I would love to be if I was going to be typecasted, you know, like like uh, you would be cast as a bad guy. I would want to be casted yeah, as the bad be. guy because I mean you always get to play interesting characters, you know. Yeah, and you just like you just love to step on people's dick. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. That'd be all you do. If I was a pro wrestler, I'd have to be the heel. Yeah, I would want to be a heel in pro wrestling. It's so like, much more fun being a heel in pro yeah, wrestling. Just piss everybody off. Play the like, you have to play the crowd and stuff. Yeah, and like I, what were we watching? Somebody played a video of The Rock or something the other day. I was well, I, I can't remember what it was. But it doesn't matter. But like, just I can't like as exciting like okay, so something we can can relate to. Yeah, like state championships for band crowds going crazy for us because we just. We're phenomenal, and we yeah. just rocked a show, and we knew we won all at the same time. Oh, yeah, Before we even found out we won, we knew we won because it was that fucking good. Yeah, that feeling is pretty awesome. I imagine if you're in an arena with twice as many people as what we experienced, and they're all booing you, that feeling <laughs> would be tenfold. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know. Like these people hate me that much. Like they I would be jacked about that, that fucking much. Yeah, that's uh one of the best. Um, of course, it's kind of hard to be the bad guy now because uh, if, if we're going to transition over to wrestling, it's hard to be the bad guy in entertainment, like live entertainment like that now because, uh, and honestly, it's all due to fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin where he played the anti-hero. Well, there's other anti-heroes too, like Wolverine and stuff like yep, that, you know, yep. guys that do bad things but you cheer for them. You still cheer for them, yeah. yeah the, anti- the rise of the anti-hero has, has ruined bad guys in live entertainment uh, to the point where, like, these, I mean, like, literally, like, like I, I mean, I'll, I'm just going to go back to wrestling because that's what I know. You could have a wrestler go out there and literally, like, fucking throw up on a kid. And the crowd will be like, that's fucking cool. Yeah, you know? yeah. It, it's kind of annoying, really. It, it's a little it's, bit annoying. It, it's, it's like it's the hipster thing now, you yeah, know? Yeah, oh, definitely. Which, the, which makes it even more annoying. The, like, the, the wrestling fan base as a whole, you have two factions. You have moms and kids. And then you have hipsters. And I don't say hipsters as in like they wear like fucking bolo hats and Yeah. Yeah. Or bolo ties and fucking mustaches and shit. I'm just saying like they're they're just counter what's supposed to happen. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And if they would just just fucking stop and just buy in, wrestling would be so much better. Because they boo the or they cheer the bad guys, they boo the good guys, and that fucking it fucks. It ruins everything. Yeah. It ruins everything. That being said, I was in Chicago in like 2011 or 10 or 11, I can't remember, for this show where uh, this wrestler, you know, I don't know, but his name's CM Punk, and uh, yeah, he, I don't know. and he was supposed to be the bad guy, but he's from Chicago, right? And he was like, it, the stipulation the fan was, favorite. oh God, 
And like, so the stipulation was like he was going to win this belt from John Cena, you know, the, gr- right. the great and powerful, right. and then he was going to leave the company, right? So they booked it perfectly to have a conflicted fan base in Chicago, a pay-per-view, the last match of the night, and well, dude, when his music hit and he walked out, I, I don't remember what building we were in because I was a little drunk, but it about fell down. I have never been in a crowd like that before in my life. And I, I'm i telling y'all, find a hometown wrestler, go to that show. That worth is, it. It is so worth it just to get wrapped up in the cheers and booze yeah. and shit. I got to say, man, I don't even remember what year that was, but when we all went to WrestleMania in Lexington, uh, I went with you guys. Yeah, WrestleMania, not in Lexington. Not WrestleMania. Uh, Monday Raw. Night Raw. I, I don't think I went to that. You did. I know you went. Eric. Oh, but I, I don't remember what year. I mean, it was like 05. I mean, it was way back then. Because I think I, I had yeah. just come back from Virginia Tech, I maybe. Or, me. I, don't think I, I mean, there was a lot of us. I just figured yeah, you were with I us. But yeah. that was one of the coolest things I've done, man. Like, and we had like we. I'm not shitting you. We were like one row forward from the top. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we had the worst season <laughs> in the house, but it was still amazing, man. Yeah. Like just the atmosphere is bad. Maybe because it was in rough, you know. I had a blast, man. Dude, I don't even think we were drinking because we were like, not that we weren't drinking when we were 19, but like I think, I, I mean, because you couldn't take anything in there you yeah. know, we, and we couldn't buy it in there. So, I mean, we probably pre-drink, I guess. Yeah. But like we weren't like smashed, you know. Didn't Hannah's uh, trainer, isn't he a wrestler? Yeah, Larry, dude. Actually, uh, funny you brought that up. So, I need to get some more details from her. But, uh, so this just came about. I hope I'm not stepping on any toes. Like, there, somebody's doing a documentary on him. No way. So they're like following him around right now and like recording shit. So I can't wait to see it, man. Because he's cool as fuck. Dude, like Larry's such a good. He's just first of all, he's just a genuinely good person. Like he seemed like a cool dude. Like awesome dude. And but he like, you know, he, he works at the gym. That's his job. Yeah. But the wrestling thing is like, I mean, he gets paid for that too, obviously. But like that, like his life is all about the wrestling thing. Like yeah. he proposed to his fiance right now, like at a match. You know, like I mean, that's he just, awesome. But. Like and Larry wears he's like old school like wears like the the one piece the singlet dude yes I've never seen anybody that look more like a wrestler than Larry. <laughs> he's such a good like I, I, we've been saying for two years now we're gonna go watch him and we never we've never made it because like the the one spam when we really could he got hurt yeah. and he didn't wrestle for like six months but um. Actually, now that you mentioned that, I need to get her to get a schedule so we can. We need to go. Definitely, we should definitely go to that. Yeah, that'd be a black because most of them are around. Well, I take that back. They're in Kentucky, but I mean they're all over the place. We can get but, there. Yeah, we'll, we. I'll travel because I want to see. We can definitely get there. I fucking love the small. You dude, I've never been to like the Armory type wrestling. I've been to the ECW arena to watch yeah. some really small shit. Yeah. Uh, actually, these guys were big, big stars elsewhere, but uh, small shit over here. <clears throat> And the smaller the arena, the better it is. Like I swear it is. I agree. I mean, it has to. I, I, never, I say I agree. I've never been to one, so I'm, I don't. But I would imagine. It, yeah. If you can find some guys that are actually decent at it at like <clears throat> your local armory or something, highly suggest it. Well, I feel like it's a lot more like passionate. It's more and, personal. Well, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say intimate instead yeah. of personal, yeah, but like because yeah. like you could be for this one dude because you grew up with him, and I'm for this dude because I grew up with him, and it's like. Hey, dude, fuck you, man. Like, my yeah. guy's going to win. Oh, no. Fuck you, bro. Like, yeah. I can see that happening a lot in the like, crowds. Uh, like, there's there's this guy who, uh, he's out of Louisville, but he wrestles in, like, Philly and California mostly. His name's Chuck, well, his ring name's Chuck Taylor. 
He's the Kentucky gentleman, <laughs> nice. Chuck Taylor. Nice. And uh, like his big thing is, is he'll like he he plays the bad guy, but he's fucking amazing. And he just walks out. Uh, he starts walking out or something, and then if he sees a little kid, he'll just walk in, and then he'll just like. Ah, like that and scare the <laughs> shit out of the little kid or whatever. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. and he, but then like he'll let the kid like he'll like like bully him a little bit. But if they punch him, he'll act like he got hit with a fucking cinder block or whatever yeah. and go flying. You That's know? cool, man. That's <laughs> I would cool. That's kill like, to do that. Like, uh, like do you listen to KSR ever? Nah, like the, not really. So on the on the radio show, um, like the dude that does their ones and twos, his name's Shannon. The dude he does wrestling. I like saw that. where he was in. Uh, where was he? I don't know. Recently, I don't know. He he's, he but he. I mean he he doesn't wrestle every weekend, but like probably once a month. I, I saw where Matt Jones like was videoing it. Yeah, he, he and he's he's a heel too. So it's funny because like on the radio, I mean obviously kind of like Vibs. He doesn't like talk a lot, but I mean he talks. You hear him on the radio yeah. for sure, and he sounds like a super like nice like, uh, you know, I want to say like innocent kind of guy, yeah. but he's a heel wrestling. So like, you know what I mean? Like, and Matt was joking about it one day. It was like it's like you're a different person. You know, it's kind of cool, which, <laughs> which is cool though. You know, like I, know. I, I, like I want to see that. I mean, somebody it'd be like you, man. Like, I mean, you hanging out, and then when you go like put on your show, you know, you're a complete dickhead. Which I know, is, it. which is what you would be. I would totally be <laughs> it. I could I could not not be a bad guy. We should yeah. talk to your guy about. Letting them let us work a match. I'm all about it, dude. It'd be I think amazing. we could definitely work a match. I, we, we we did a match. We did. Work we a have match done a match at the cabin in, in <laughs> yeah, Tennessee. Bachelor party night. We got a really grainy, awful video of yep. it. Let me tell you, I am not as good of a faker as Chris. Chris is. <laughs> he's got wrestling written all over him. He could make it work. I've been watching it from way back. NFL happened this weekend. Yeah, dude. Let's talk pro before we, we talk there. college because college is going to get depressing. Yeah, everything's so depressing nowadays. It is. Everything's so sad. Uh, let me get a quick rundown of the score. Who ended up winning last night? Jesus, don't ask. <laughs> so not Indianapolis? Not good. <laughs> uh, I checked the score this morning when I woke up for work, and I was like, I might just stay in bed. <laughs> it wasn't looking good. <laughs> Between every one, you know, one and a half minutes of game time we got to watch. Yeah, it. yeah. And then I didn't get to watch it at all when I got home because uh, Apple TV took a big fat shit for me. Not the Apple TV, NBC Sports app. I'll say that. Get that shit fixed. You guys are worldwide bullshit. I need to be able to watch my shit. Uh, Thursday night football, Bears beat the or I'm sorry, Packers beat the Bears. Yep, that was a good game. 35-14. Uh, the Saints rolled over the Dalton the Dolphins twenty to nothing. Yeah, they crushed them. Bills surprised everybody, including themselves. Beating the Falcons. That's twice in a week. The Bills have surprised everyone, including themselves. I <laughs> know. Beating the Falcons. You even said that last week. I know. Yeah, I'm going to keep saying it until they lose. Uh, 23-17, they beat the Falcons. I heard the Falcons. I didn't watch it. I saw some highlights. Looked like dog shit. The Falcons? Oh, yeah. yes. That, dude, that game. I, yeah, I didn't see it either. But, we, well, we were talking about it last night because I have Matt Ryan uh, on my fantasy football team. and It's fucking dog shit. Uh. Yeah, the dude I was playing this week had um, had Jay Cutler as his quarterback, so that's what I was talking about. So uh, the quarterback matchup on our fantasy football was eight and a half points for Matt Ryan, five point one for Jay Cutler. Hey, so you came out on top. I mean, I did, but still, that's so terrible. Uh, the Bengals aren't the worst team in Ohio. Beat- <laughs> They're still shitty. They're still pretty <laughs> shitty. Beating the Browns thirty-one-seven. Uh, the Rams. Uh, are looking good. The Rams are looking good, which is crazy. I 
I never would have thought. They've always had a, like a decent defense because they've always had Lord, uh, what is, uh, Jim, no, John Laurinaitis. Yes. From Ohio State. I think he's gone, though. I'm not real sure if yeah, he's Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think he's still he's there. He's not there anymore. But now they've got like Ogletree as their, their like, kind of like leader or whatever on defense. You yep. Know? yep. And they're, they're not, and they got Wade Phillips. And God damn it, he was a terrible head coach, but everywhere he's went as a D coordinator, has Phenomenal, been a fucking great See, defense. You know, it's funny. Like there, there are a lot of uh, coordinators out there like that. I think that, you know, it's kind of the progression. You know, if you have some a solid three or four seasons as a coordinator, you're going to get offered a head coaching job because somebody's going to fuck up, somebody's going to get fired, yeah. and they're going to be like, oh, he's run a fantastic offense for X number of years. Yeah. Let's hire him. Yeah, because that's how the progression goes. You know, that's how that's how it normally works. Some guys are not fit to be head coaches because I, I think. Like honestly, I think for you, we can. I don't want to go away from NFL, but like Mark Stoops is a good example and being UK's coach. I've said this for. I think he struggles being a head coach because he's so defensively minded and he wants to be so in the weeds on the defensive stuff. He can't really like. Thankfully, when Eddie Grant came in, Eddie Grant had a lot of experience. Yeah. And he was willing to like take on it all. Take it all. Give it. The offense is yours, dude. But like, I mean, part of the the whole point of being the head coach is you have to oversee the offense. And the defense, and special teams, and the fucking water coolers, yeah. and the cheerleaders, yep. and I mean all that and shit. And the recruiting. Oh uh, yeah, the, yeah. In college, the recruiting. I mean, and I think some guys. Which he did recruiting down at Florida State, though. He did. He did recruiting. Which is why he's so he's such a good recruiter. Yeah. I mean, which Vince Morrow has been one of our better ones. But I mean, but Mark Stoops is as well. But Wade, back to Wade Phillips. I think he is definitely one of those guys that like. Yeah, because he was trash when he was a phenomenal defensive mind. But just where was he? he was at Dallas? He was in Dallas, yeah, yeah, as a head coach, yeah. Trash. And it was just like, and everybody wanted him to be successful. It yeah. was just like, dude, you're not. You're not. <laughs> you suck at this. But ever he's he's went to Denver, won a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Now he's with St. Louis. I forgot. Louis. About, I forgot he was with Denver. Yeah. Now he's with St. Louis, and they look like a brand new team. Carson Wentz is on the up. Dude, he is. I mean, he. I'm I'm glad to see that. I actually watched. not Carson Wentz. I'm sorry, Jared Goff. Well, both of them are playing decent. Yeah. Jared Goff is, yeah. Carson Wentz is doing good, but Jared Goff is with St. Uh, yeah. God damn it, not St. Louis. Los Angeles Los Angeles Rams. Rams. You did that last night, too. I do it all the time. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I wish they would just move back If they would just move St. back, Louis. it would make me sound so much smarter. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I would probably be a Rams fan if they moved back. I wouldn't. I hate everything St. Louis. Uh, I love St. Louis. Fuck St. Louis. Fuck everything about St. Louis. Dude, you, you hate everywhere I love. I hate Texas. Texas, love it. You hate it. St. Louis, fantastic city. You hate it. No. They have... Texas is a whole nother hatred. St. Louis has sports teams that I want to die. Like who? The Cardinals. I don't care about baseball, so... I hope their plane crashes. <laughs> That's terrible. Moving on. Uh... <laughs> Lions beat the Vikings. Dalvin Cook is out for the year with the, for the Vikings. Yeah, we were talking about that last night. That is that's a that's a that's huge a blow. hit, huge yeah. hit. It sucks for them. Panthers beat the Pats. Uh, the Panthers look like the fucking team that made the Super Bowl on Sunday. Yeah, finally. Yeah, they looked good. Yeah, Cam the, Newton looked for, good for the first time this season because they have looked like shit. They looked up until, awful, but Cam Newton looked great. He was scr- when he he wasn't scrambling. They had they they ran one designed run, other than his touchdown. He he scored a touchdown too, but they ran one designed run, 
and and it, it didn't go great. But all of his other scrambles were like breakdowns in coverage or breakdowns in plays and stuff like that. But he ran them out for safe yardage, slid feet first. You know, he didn't do anything crazy with it. You know, he did what he was supposed to do as 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 a good. I mean, he picked up more yards than say fucking Brady would. Right. You know. Right. But uh, but he slid safe. He didn't try and fucking take a shot for extra See, yardage. I think that's one of the things. That- so, I went and watched Cam Newton play at Auburn twice, because that's when I was in flight school. And you, I mean, we knew he was a phenomenal talent. And I, so, I wanted to be able to say, I hey, I went play. and saw him play. Yeah. Both games, the first game we went to see was like the first game of the season. Yeah. So, it was like Southeastern, yeah, West yeah. Alabama, right. School of the Blind. He ran for like five and threw for he six. Little, they were literally up 59 to nothing at halftime. Yeah. So he didn't even play the second half. So we left at halftime. Yeah. It was like this is stupid, and, but it was cool. But the one thing I've always enjoyed about Cam Newton, and I actually liked him, you know, because if you remember, there was a little bit of scandal going yeah. on with him. It, I don't all think that it stuff. was him. It was his dad. Regardless of who it was, I mean, time heals everything. It right. always does with anybody. But I always thought he was super talented, and I liked him. I thought he had a good attitude. You know, he he is a competitor when he scores. Or when he does something good, he kind of rubs it in your face, which I, I love like the it. shit I out like of that, it. dude. That's I how like I would it. be. Yeah. But the the thing I liked about him as a quarterback, and I, as a black quarterback, everybody assumes that those guys just want to run, 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 run. Yeah. And he is always, even in college, and that's why I brought that up, he's a drop-back passer first. He can run. He can run the shit out of the football. Yeah. But he doesn't look to do that first. I remember when I was at Tech, Marcus Lee was there. And that motherfucker would drop back, and he wouldn't even look to see if there was any receivers even on the field. He was running before he even took yeah, a three-step drop. Marcus Vick. Yeah, what I say? Marcus Lee. Sorry, D- different Marcus. Yeah, yeah. Mar- Marcus Lee. Love Marcus his heart. Marcus Vick uh, would drop back, take a hit, um, not from a football player, from a joint, and then run. <laughs> He literally, yeah. he, he probably snorted shit, actually. Yeah. Because like, he would go crazy and then step on people and shit like that <laughs> during the game. But, yeah, so I think I think Cam Newton's a phenomenal talent. I think Cam I, Newton's a good teammate. It, it, one th- I think he's gotten over his uh, – remember when he threw his fit after losing the Super Bowl? Which, yeah, I get it. You I get just, it. Yeah, I get – here's my, my thing with them losing this. Like, everybody gave him shit for having the terrible interview after the, losing the Super Bowl. Why do you interview the loser anyway? See, that, that that's always been my question. Like, and and honestly, if you you know how bad of a sport I am about losing now, yeah, it, you're it, gets awful. Take, it gets taken out of context. Like, like I'm usually mad at myself. No, I'm not you're mad at terrible. I'm not mad, but I'm not mad at the other team. I'm mad right. at myself for not being good enough to win the game. You're basically unbearable. But if somebody would have interviewed me after I lost a Super Bowl, I'd be like, dude, get the fuck out of my face. Yeah, like, yeah I, I know. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pissed right now. Yeah, like, I'm not going to say, oh, they had a great team and they were just better than us tonight. Man, I wish we could have done better. I'm going to be like, yeah, I fucking, I threw an interception. I, you know, I, whatever. Because, you know, he knows. Yeah. Man, I could have hit that seven-yard slant and maybe that would have got us a first down and we could have won the game. Like, all that shit's running through their head. Shit. I get like I get interviewing the opposing or the losing coach because the coaches that you always interview the coach regardless win loss right. So and the coach is the he's probably the most composed one on the team. So you can interview him after a loss on a Super Bowl. Do not just don't interview any of the players because they're yeah. out there playing uh, physical, emotional. 
you know, the that's biggest the, game of their life, the last game of the year, the biggest game of their life, and they're leaving it all out there. Why in the God's name would you ask them, what'd you lose? Yeah. Well, how are you? What was their, they, they don't ask why'd you lose. They ask, so what emotions were you feeling when you came off the field yeah, and you fucking just, bad. you just thrown that interception, you know, that cost you the game. Yeah. Why the, why would you ask a question like that? It's headlines, it, dog. It drives me insane. And, and the shitty thing is the losing coach. And I agree with you. The coach is the only person you should interview. Yeah. The losing coach is just as mad. Yeah. Don't get it wrong, but, but he knows it's his responsibility. He can compose himself better. Exactly. To be composed you know? and to say the right thing. even Because he's sitting there and he's going, this motherfucker. Yeah. Yes, we could have played better in the second yeah, yeah, quarter yeah. when we, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm with you. Anyway. Except Bill, Belichick would probably just say, we're moving on to Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're looking ahead to next season. We got we got, we got, got the Rams in the first game of the preseason. We're, we're, we're studying film for that. <laughs> uh, uh, round of, or rest of the scores, Jets beat the Jaguars. The Jaguar or the Jets just refused. <laughs> they refused to tank. They, review, they refused to tank. <laughs> we talked about this last night. They don't know how. They're on – they have on paper the worst team in the NFL, and they maybe just, the history of the NFL. They just won't lose. They, I think it's hysterical that when Rex Ryan was there, they had some good teams yeah. and could not win games, and now they're trying to lose so they yeah. can get get a better draft pick, and, and they, they just keep, keep winning. fucking winning. Like they won't fucking lose. It's making me mad that they won't lose. So I'm just like, you're gonna get better. You know, I haven't talked to you about this, which I need to. I need to call him like as soon as we're done here. Is Rob, my buddy Rob? Yeah, he's a huge Jets fan, oh. and I'm sure he's mad because he told me before the season started, he was like, "Yeah, we're tanking this season so we can get a good draft pick." <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be pissed. Uh, Steelers beat the Ravens. Everyone's beating the Ravens. They're yeah, fucking shitty. That division is one team. AFC yep. North, that's one team. Yep. Steelers coming out of that one, that's pretty easy to tell. Yep. Uh, Texans uh, are looking pretty dangerous. But, yeah. Deshaun Watson's real. Dude, he is real. And I, so I watched the game when they took Savage out and put him in. And uh, I was like, man, this kid's all right. He's, he's all right. But it's one of those things, you know, when you watch, you're thinking, well, maybe he just had a, you know, a lucky first game or a good showing because nobody could like nobody prepare yeah. for him whatever but he's looking yeah he's looking legit because tennessee i mean tennessee's no pushover and he went let's see what did he go he went 283 he went off is what he 283 went. for four tutties and then he ran one in yeah like he didn't let anybody else score <laughs> he's selfish yeah. as shit selfish as fuck for, for 57 points which they said it was funny they were like that's franchise record and we we're like we were trying to figure out what the previous one was i didn't look it up but it, yeah, I don't know. I bet it was like, like 35. Oh, yeah, it couldn't have been. They've been a, a whole really lot. bad team They've for been a really terrible. long time. Did you see that it took uh, Arizona overtime to beat my 49ers? Yeah, yeah. Which is sad. That's Which pathetic. is a bizarre score, That's too. That's pathetic, yeah. 18 to 15? Yeah. Arizona's in trouble. And you know, it was funny because preseason, really after were. listening to Pat talk, I thought they were going to be a legit team, but yeah. they are just. Well, I think they leaned on David Johnson. I think you're right. And he went down. He now went they, got down. No, they got no run game. You still got Larry Fitzgerald. And, but he's getting uh, old, man. John Brown. Is that his name? Yes. John Brown? So that's not a bad receiving core. Larry Fitz is timeless. He's a bottle of wine. I mean, he's been one of my favorite receivers since he came to the league, for sure. Out of pit. But, man, he just – what we were talking about last night, I mean, he's just always been like a super educated dude, super smart dude. But, I mean, he's getting up there. He's played probably 12 seasons now. What would you say? Would he be a Moscato? I'm not good with wines. 
I'm gonna say he's a Moscato. That's the only one I know. Port. <laughs> he's he's a Moscato. He's a Moscato. Well, it's not it's not a step outside of our realm here. That's all I got. Well, <laughs> freedom, aged freedom, is not good. Let me tell you that. <laughs> I've got, I cracked open a can of freedom that was about three weeks old one time. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. Wasn't good. That, that can that we just had was, uh, that was a phenomenal. It was the coldest freedom that was I a, think I've ever I, had. Thank you. It was the coldest freedom that has ever been drained into my body. So good. Uh, Eagles beat the Chargers. Eagles are, they're trying to win that East, man. The and, and the East. There's, at least I didn't expect them to be that good. They're surprisingly good. Yeah. Yeah, I know. They're really good. Uh, even without, um, they lost uh, Darren Sproles, but you had a, they've got a good tandem back there in the backfield. Wendell Smallwood, small yep. and flashy, and then you got the hammer, yep. Garrett Blunt. Bring it to him, man. He's that fucking hammer back there in the backfield. He is. He, it reminds me of like back in the days of Jerome Bettis, like the late Jerome Bettis when he played for Pittsburgh. When like, he was too fat to really run. Yeah, but they brought him in. Like He had like two carries a game and two touchdowns. Yeah. With two yards. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he got super <laughs> fat, and they were just like, you know what, just punch it in. Yep, that's all he did. Uh, LeGarrette Blunt, I think, which is funny because he was he came out of Oregon, which was like flashy spread offense, you know. Yep. So, you know he was running fucking sprints and, yep. you know. But yep. now he's now he's a power back. I yep. like it. Good for him. Yeah, Good for I, him I being a power back. Uh, Giants and Buccaneers. Buccaneers beat the Giants. They should have beat them by a lot more because the Giants are fucking terrible. I agree with that. They're they're awful. I mean, Giants are awful. And I was getting ready to blame Tom Coughlin, but then I remembered he's fired. So the guy behind him, they need to fire him. Yep. Maybe bring Coughlin back. <laughs> you know. You know. I mean, that's not a terrible <laughs> it's not a idea. Bad idea. Uh, looks like did we? No, we watched the end of this game because your TV was cutting out. Yeah. Broncos Raiders, sixteen to ten. David Carr out with a back injury. Any? Do you got anything on that one? Like. They didn't give an update at all. I didn't get an update. No, I didn't see anything. I mean, I hadn't really looked either, but I didn't see anything beyond that. It did. I, it, I mean, it kept him out for the rest of the game. They brought in uh, uh, EJ Manuel. It's not a bad backup, Manuel. No, not well, except for he threw an interception. Except for he threw a cost pick. the game. Yeah, but. yeah, whatever. But <laughs> other think, than that. How many reps did he get, though? You know what I'm saying? Like, he ain't. Oh, that's for sure. I mean, that's true. That's yeah, he's got to get reps in. He probably gets, during, during the week before game time, he probably gets, like, what, two Maybe three reps with first string. If he's lucky. If? Yeah. yeah. Get him some reps in. He'll be fine. He's a good quarterback. And then uh, Sunday night football happened, and we won't talk about it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I agree. So, moving on to the college world. College world. We'll jump some scores real quick, and then we'll talk the UK UK debacle that we had to witness. Just real quick. Please come back, Andrew Luck. We miss you. Andrew Luck, you need like, – he's not going to – he's not even going to throw a ball for three more weeks, man. Please come back. Y'all need him bad. You need him bad. So, it looks like uh, Washington State got USC, which uh, USC was ranked five in the country. That was a little bit of an upset field goal game there. The one that really hurt was uh, Clemson beating my Virginia Tech Hokies, my second school. What do you expect? Honestly, I thought Clemson would win, but it was at Tech at Lane Stadium. And I was there when Virginia Tech was ranked four in the country. It was 2003. And Miami was ranked number one. And that stadium got – dude, I, I've never experienced this in my life. So they play – you know, a lot of people know this, but they play inner Sandman when the yeah. team comes out. Oh, yeah. It gets – to say it gets loud is an – I mean, that's no kidding, an understatement. So so I was in the Corps Cadet Band, and then Virginia Tech has their school band like any other school. Like we rotated who did the tunnel. 
like for the team to come out. So that game was our game, which was cool. So That's awesome. we were on the field doing the tunnel. So as soon as the team starts coming out, for some stupid reason, like about a quarter or a third of the way through Inner Sandman, like when the team actually comes out, we start playing the school song, which nobody ever hears it because they don't stop playing Inner Sandman. <laughs> it's just tradition, I guess, yeah. stupid. But it was so freaking loud, man. I couldn't hear my drum. Right in front of you? Right in front of me. Like, I knew I was playing, and I was watching the field commander. That's the only reason. But I And I was looking at everybody next to me, and I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm playing right. I mean, I'm we're still good playing. Here. But you could not hear anything except for – it was like – the only way I can describe it is like, you know when you watch movies, like a war movie, and the grenade goes off, and like it does like that weird – like yeah. th- that's what it felt like. It was the weirdest shit. I mean, it was just loud. That's so awesome. So, I honestly thought at Lane Stadium – We'd have a chance to just maybe surprise them, but because Virginia Tech was ranked twelfth, I mean they hadn't lost until this game. But yeah. anyway, Clemson's, Clemson's got them. Clemson's just good. Yeah, they are. They're they're good this year. I, yeah. I see them opposite uh, opposite Alabama in the playoffs again, and I, then they'll meet up. I, th- I think they'll meet up again. Yeah. yeah. Um, big game for the SEC. I was really hoping that Vanderbilt would beat Florida. That would help us out uh, with a chance to win the East. It looks like the only way for us to win the East is just to beat. Georgia and that's going to be hard to do at yeah. Georgia, but Florida wins that one 34 20 or 38 24. Uh, Georgia beat the dog shit out of Tennessee. Did you see that? I did see that 41 to nothing. So Butch Jones has to be gone. He, oh. he has to. It works out perfect for us because we play on what in like three, we play on Halloween weekend. Yeah. So four weeks. Uh, they're going to be in shambles by the time they get. And if we play them here at home, especially if they take another L. Yeah, I, so surely we can. That's a game we can win. I would hope. Yeah. And then there were some other games, nothing really of importance. Uh, oh well, there was. I take that back. There was one other game of importance. Uh, Troy beat LSU. Did you see that? Yes. So God, LSU. Uh, shout out to Neil Brown, uh, former offensive coordinator for Kentucky at Troy, uh, pulled some <laughs> coaching genius and beat LSU. Coach O has to be gone too, right? God. For LSU, he has to be. Louisiana State University needs to get their fucking shit together. They're bad, dude. They're, bad. They're just bad. They're bad. Which is great. I love it. I for some reason I've always hated LSU. I don't I've know. I've never why. had too much beef with LSU. I don't know why. I yeah, just I, haven't. I just don't like them. And then we have the UK game. So yeah. we came away with a win this week with Eastern Michigan. I will First, admit that I was at a wedding, so I didn't get to watch any of the game. I was trying to listen on the radio, and admittingly, I was running out to the parking lot and starting the Jeep listening. From what I gather, it was another game that we had in hand in the fourth quarter. We were up 10, and then started playing that stupid conservative football shit and almost lost the game. Yep. I said on here, I said on this show last week, we needed to just beat the dog shit out of Eastern Michigan yeah. for our fan base to stay behind the team and, and be excited about the Missouri game and these other games going forward, and we didn't do that. And I really think they're going to lose a lot of the fan base. They, they, they even touched on it. The radio, and I was listening to it on the radio, after the, after the game, the radio even touched on it about the crowd reaction. Like the crowd reaction wasn't like th- you know who woo who we won. Yeah, it was, it was more of why like, the hell didn't yeah. we win by forty? Yeah, yeah. I, here, so there's been obviously I listen to KSR and they that's I mean right now all they're talking about is the football games and the Louisville scandal. So I mean that's yes. you know they get into both, but 
there, there's a couple things that they kind of talked about, but I have differing opinions on them. But here's here's what I think our problem is. For one, coaching is a big problem for us. Play calling has nothing to do with the players, and play calling is getting us in trouble. But there's two things that I would love to see different that I think would really help this team, and that is, A, coming into the season, we knew we were deep at offensive line, right? Yeah. That was supposed to be our strong suit. And I still think we're super deep and we got a lot of talent. But what kills me is we're rotating offensive linemen every play. You can't do that. We got to have some continuity. Like, you got to say, hey, you five are the starters. And when you get tired, we can rotate you out and not lose anything. But you got to have some kind of continuity to, to yeah. build around. I mean, it's it, you You can watch. And, and I, I, did, I, got, I went back and watched a little bit of the game today on computer. But, like, our offensive line got chewed up against Eastern Michigan. Yeah. Now, supposedly they were decent, a decent team, Eastern Michigan for for a MAC team, but Eastern Michigan. Right. I know. You talking about the team, a team that just took Florida to the wire, should have won. Should have won. Totally should have won that game. And then, uh, you know, we we've played good teams this year. We should it should have never been in that situation for the Eastern Michigan. And I'm with you on the offensive line thing. The offensive line is a unit, like five man unit. And they have to be, I mean, these guys finish each other's sentences. And, yeah. You know, there's all this non, you know, nonverbal communication that only guys that play together every down get. Yeah. That's it, not a position that you rotate out. That's not a defensive lineman. Like defensive lineman, you rotate out constantly. Yeah, constantly. Every play, if you can. Yeah, because they're they're uh, what short like short burst players. Right. You know. Yeah, offensive linemen. Those guys have got to be conditioned enough to be in there for the long haul because they have got to play every down. Yeah, and not only that. What so? Unfortunately, our offense hasn't moved the ball great. So really, we shouldn't have to be subbing out half the time no. because we're running like we're going on drives where we get one first down and then punt. We punted the ball eight times against Eastern Michigan. Yeah, that is absurd. The other thing I wanted to say is, and I so. You know, they don't make NCAA football for Xbox or for, for game consoles anymore because yeah. the lawsuit is still ongoing. one guy thought his nose looked the same. Yeah, stupid. Stupid. But I still have NCAA football 2014 for Xbox 360 up nice. in Hayden's room. Nice. So this time of year, every year for the last four years, I get the itching to play it because I hate Madden, so I don't play Madden. Yeah. And I go play NCAA football. So I've been playing a little bit this past week. And it got me thinking because of – the offense that I run when I'm playing on there, you know what we have hardly seen any of at all offensively this season? Read option. The read option. Woo, you I'm good. fucking nailed that. I'm good. Why is that? Steven Johnson destroyed people with the read option last year. I mean, yeah. he he was smart enough to make the right decision 80% of the time, which is phenomenal. Yeah. And when he keeps it, he can run. The boy's got some feet underneath of him. I don't know why we've gone away from that. I mean, not to mention, like I said, the offensive play call is super conservative. But if you're going to run it, at least run a read option and give them we the freaking wildcat. The wildcat needs to go. If you run, I don't, I don't agree with that 100. percent If you're going to run the wildcat, though, you know who needs to be catching the snap? Lynn Bowden, not freaking uh, yeah. Benny Snell. Everybody knows in the entire planet if they've ever watched UK play football with Benny Snell as a running back, he's going off he, tackle. He's going off tackle for. No yards now because everybody knows it's coming. He doesn't. He doesn't throw out of it. He doesn't 
run a sweep out of it. They don't run an end around out of it. They don't even do it's, motion out of it. They, they used to do like those, not flea, I mean, they, they did do a flea flicker out of it, but like just the, like the reverses out of it or yeah. something. They don't even do that anymore. I'm, That's a, I don't think they understand how a Wildcat works. Like when the Wildcat first played, the first time I ever remember seeing it was the Dolphins ran it uh, yeah, a long time a long ago. Time ago. And, fuck, and fucked everybody up. Yeah, because nobody had ever seen it yeah. and didn't know what to do. And the thing that made it so awesome was there was motion on every play. So the defense had to make a decision pre-snap. Be like, do we hang with this with the flanker that's in motion or do yep. we follow the ball here? There's no motion in UK's – I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a, you've got two options. And and the whole the whole point of the Wildcat, you're right, you, you motion to confuse the defense and then to confuse them more – you do something different every time you run the Wildcat so they different. don't know what's yeah. coming. Like I, like I said last week on the show, the best play we've run out of the Wildcat was an incomplete pass to Steven Johnson, but at least it opened them up and they're yeah. like, oh, shit, they could they they, they, throw the Holy ball shit, out of the They could do that. Yeah, I know. It's literally like our walk – oh, God. Our Wildcat is literally like lining up with – Fucking three tight ends and a fullback. It's basically a power eye formation. Yeah, that, like that's what our Wildcat is. If, if an offense lines up with three tight ends and a fullback, they're like, I bet he's gonna. Run. <laughs> he's gonna run it. I like, bet it. Yeah. But when we line up with our single back getting the snap, the defense is just like, okay, everybody blitz. Fuck <laughs> yeah. It. Yeah. Uh, what what do they call that on uh, jailbreak? Yeah, j- yeah, jailbreak blitz. Everybody, it's in the house. Yeah. yeah it's stupid, man. I, it's so frustrating. Our Wildcat is the. Is the worst. It, it is the worst. And you would think for a team that is the Wildcats. We're named the Wildcats. You think we'd at least work on that. But and the thing no. that the thing that makes me even more angry is like the the like the SEC network analysts are like they just jack off to it like it's some awesome. It can be an awesome formation, but the, like I said, you have to run. No, they're talking about how it. effective it is. It can be. No, they are talking about how effective it is. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Yeah. They're like Oh yeah, Stoops and his boys running that Wildcat. Well, hey. because last year it was, and that's what they're that's what they're basing it off of. Last year we ran the shit out of it. This year, like, and it drives me insane because we'll run it two plays back to back, and then we'll run the exact same play. It's yeah. like Benny Snell direct snap to the right tackle, one yard. Oh shit, we'll confuse. They'll never see this coming. They'll never see it coming. Benny Snell to the left direct snap tackle. One yard. Stupid. I'm with you. The the most brilliant play we ran out of that was an incomplete pass. It was. Is that not insane? I mean, yeah. that makes no sense, but it's the truth. Because if he'd have caught that, it was going for uh, yards. He, oh, he, he was going to score. It. He could have ran it or thrown. Yeah, and that's the thing. Throw a backwards pass to Lynn Bowden out there in the slot. Let him throw it downfield to the you know opposite field receiver. Yeah. Something. Help, Something. Help. Lynn Bowden, if you give it to him in space – there was a play uh, in the Eastern Michigan game when I went back and watched some of it. It should have been like a five-yard loss, and he had a two-yard gain. Now, granted, two yards, okay, that's not yeah, great. But, he, but when <laughs> it's a positive seven because yeah. it should have been minus five. I mean, that's the other thing. We haven't given him hardly the ball at all. Every time he's touched the ball, now sometimes it's plays like that. Like I said, it's only a two-yard gain. But he makes – he's going to be phenomenal, man. When he, I think when he gets a good – when he has this season under his belt, he gets a whole – Training camp next year, he's going to be something else, man. I think he's going to be yeah. one of those special players. But outside of that, man, the, the Kentucky just—it's infuriating. All because all we want to see is when. So we're supposed to be taking a step as a program. So you play the Florida's good and you win them sometimes, but you're not expecting to win them all the time. This year was the best chance we're ever going to Fuck. have to beat them. 
you know, the Floridas, the Tennessees, which even Tennessee's been the shitter. We just, again, can't ever beat them. But the the cupcake games, Eastern and Southern Miss and Eastern Michigan. You might beat the shit out of them. You're supposed to beat the dog shit out of you're If you're actually a program taking the next step, you win those games by 30 points. Yeah. Or or you win by 21 points, but you beat them 21-0. Like, your yeah. defense doesn't give up a touchdown. You only get in trouble for that shit in high school. Yeah, I mean, it just, uh, this team is so, it's it's like, even though we're better, we're still Kentucky. And, I, and that's why I said last week, for the fan base to really get behind this team, we had to be the dog shit out of them. Because I think the reality is, we've all been around long enough that since we didn't win that game like that, now we're all going, well, shit, Missouri's probably going to be a close game. Yeah, We're probably going to go lose at Mississippi State. We're probably going to lose to Tennessee. You know what I mean? So, all of a sudden, before the season started, we were going, shit, we could be 9-0 and going to the Tennessee game. Now we're going, well, if we just go to a bowl game, we'll be happy. Yeah. And no. So, are we really taking a step up as a program? No. no. <clears throat> we should, uh, if we have got to beat – we've got to beat the shit out of Missouri because they're worse than Eastern Michigan. I, I truly believe they're actually worse than Eastern they Michigan. They are worse than so Eastern it, Michigan. Yeah, you're, if we don't beat Missouri – Senseless. I mean, yeah. laugh them out of the stadium. And, and and KSR keeps talking about this. And this point, I I definitely agree with. I don't know what Stephen Johnson has done to the coaching staff, but they have no faith in him. I know. I mean, it, it's like like they made the comparison. If the Cleveland Cavaliers were in Game Seven of the playoffs and they were down three, who's taking that shot? Or who's got the ball in their hands coming down the court at the very least? Kyrie. LeBron James. Oh. Wait, oh, Kyrie doesn't even play there. Oh. But, you know what I mean? Give Steven Johnson the ball. If we're going to – I'd rather I'd rather lose like Brett Favre would lose. I'd rather lose with Steven Johnson chucking a ball downfield, going for a touchdown, yeah. than going three and out four times in a row and punting and giving yeah, the other I team know. a chance to win. <clears throat> college football is the number one – actually just – well, college football and basketball. Well, basketball is its own thing. But college football is the number one – uh, football sport where you literally you cannot score enough points. You can't, and everybody says that joking, but like the when that really hit home for me was last year against Mississippi State or against Southern Miss. I mean, we were crushing them at Killing halftime, Killing them, and lost. We left the game at halftime. Did you really? Yeah, because we were beating the dog shit out of them. I mean, ugh. and then lose it, and then we lost. And we did the same thing to Eastern. Same thing. I, see, I left that game early. I left but it wasn't too. because we were winning, because that game was actually tied, I think, when I left. Oh, no, no, we left. But yeah, that game. We no, weren't. we stayed that one, then we left to get out of the parking lot. Yeah, that game, we left at halftime because we were going to see some of her family, and it was cold. I remember it being cold, and I was like, really? We're tied with Eastern? Fuck this. I'm not staying for this game. Yeah, that was when we randomly found Cassie in the middle of a parking lot, hammered. Hammered. So probably saved her life. Yeah, because she was talking to these strangers. Stranger danger. Yeah. That sounds like she her. She had never heard of that before in her life. Saved, we saved her life. That's crazy. That poor girl. I got to say, this weekend, you know, was the big engagement party. Which yeah. Maybe you'll be able to attend late or something. I don't Who knows? But, I don't know. So for happen. everybody out there, if you want to come have a good time at Kingland this weekend, we are celebrating the engagement of myself and... The beautiful, gorgeous, smart, intelligent Hannah Martin. Out of the doghouse. Still in the doghouse. Still in the doghouse. I live in the doghouse. Yeah. I yeah. You know better than anybody. Tipsy sleeps better than you. She sleeps way better than me. Yeah. Ugh. 
Uh, yeah, I I want to make that, and then, but I won't, cause, you know. Yeah. Cause I've got that job and stuff. <laughs> and stuff. Certainly wasn't you out in Vegas. You, no. you were not out there. No, it wasn't me. I was could not get. You couldn't get five hours off. I did not. It was definitely me. I was definitely at work. Yeah. Was that wait? Was that Sunday? Because I actually wasn't at work Sunday. Finally. Sunday, dude. Don't don't put yourself in trouble here. I'm just saying. No, I'll be way too goddamn tired. <laughs> I can barely hold myself up. Let's drop yeah. the mic. Uh, I'll go first. All right, we got send it. I'm so tired. Just tired? Just physically tired. tired. We pulled 15 and a half hours at inventory. That's so brutal. Yeah. And it got to the point where the supervisor, I'm not going to name names, just quit giving a fuck. <laughs> and it was awesome. <laughs> I he, bet it was awesome. Yeah, because him and the safety coordinator came rolling out on this little maintenance cart with a karaoke machine just blasting music. <laughs> And he was like, come on, y'all. Who wants to come dance with me? Come on down here and dance with me. Come on. Just, nice. dude, having the time of his life. Then it found out he left this morning, or no, he left yesterday morning to go on a cruise. So that's probably oh, why. He that's why. Yeah, leave. he's probably drinking. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> he probably was. <laughs> he's just getting drunk like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> so if you uh, get a job and they're like, hey, would you like to sign up for our inventory team? My advice to you is to quit that job. <laughs> Get a job that doesn't have an inventory yeah. team. <laughs> you can say no, but they'll put you on there anyways. Case in point, me. Um, so just quit that job. Find a different one. I got to say, if you want to find a hardworking blue-collar American, look no further than Chris Fusen, folks. I mean, the boy never gets a day off, hardly ever. <laughs> put in 15 hours of work. This, I mean, absurd. It's absurd. I've had three days off this month. That's, that's so insane. I can't even fathom that. That's not like three days and weekends. That's no three days. It's literally three days. Three days out three, of thirty. I had I had Memorial no Labor Day off, and then two Sundays. That's insane. My mic drop is this. I hate when I end up doing serious mic drops, but I have nothing else really to say. I really hope that this shooting out in Las Vegas doesn't turn into another gun issue. It almost always does when a shooting happens, and. You know, the thing is, uh, it sucks because it, 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 the easy way to point is, oh, well, America has guns everywhere. Everybody has guns, and that's why there's shootings. I mean, maybe, you know, that doesn't hurt. That doesn't help anything, but people are the ones that get behind a weapon and pull the trigger. That guy obviously had something wrong with him. You know, I don't, something, it may not have been, it may have been his because he was married or had a girlfriend or something, they were trying to find her and track her down. Yeah. Maybe she told him that he was a cocksucker that morning, and it just pissed him off, and that's what he went and did. I mean, or who maybe knows, she but, like put the toilet seat down, and he went to go pee and, in the middle of the night and pissed all over the top of the toilet. That probably happened. That's probably more, or or she put the toilet paper on the wrong way, or something. I mean, Dude. you want to yeah. know how many people I'll kill over that? So. <laughs> Speaking of, I need to get it. Do you buy those at Lowe's? I don't have one in my bathroom. What? Toilet paper things. Really? Yeah. You can, but I, I would go to Lowe's, actually. That. Where did I say? Walmart. I mean, they may have them, but... I have a gift card to Lowe's. There you go. I'll get it for free. All right, folks. That was my mic drop. <clears throat> Thanks for listening, as always. Uh, 
myself, Chris Fusen over Woo! here, rocking the rocking the early week podcast, the gentle man's podcast. It's getting uh it's getting into soup season. Yeah, it is. What'd you think about that beef stew? Beef stew is on point. I've never done it before. I felt pretty good about yeah. it. That shit was most good. Most of like the like most of my stew experience stuff like that is like uh, tomato juice based. Based, yeah. I've never had it just straight. Like, what did you, did you pour stock in that at all? Yeah, I poured some. I had some beef stock, and then well, so when I cooked the uh, beef in the skillet, like I pre-browned it, I poured yeah. all that in there with it. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never had one that was just that was just straight up like the broth. Juice, like, yeah, know, yeah, the juice from it. That was a, that was a oh, good take. I use that, and uh, so like when I brine my pork, if I'm doing pulled pork or stuff like that, or like uh, beef stew stuff like that, I use uh, apple cider. Oh, okay. It gives it a really good like sweeter flavor. Nice. So I had I, I poured broth and apple cider in that, and that's what I yeah. use. Uh, so yeah, soup seasons uh, coming along. Everybody, get get you get just get get your fucking soup on. Soup, it's soup season. It's bourbon season. Bourbon season. It's here in about five days. It's going to be pony season. Yeah, we Watching got ponies run. Up. Makes if you're in the Kentucky area or in the surrounding area, and you can make you a good a weekend trip. Come on down to Keeneland. Yeah, come That's on. It's a good trip. Let man. us know you're coming. We'll come drink a yeah. can of Freedom with you. Yeah, we'll crack track. open some Freedom with you down at Keeneland. Uh, that's it for us for this week. Uh, if we get an itch, we may put a bonus episode. We're going to try and not do a two-hour episode ever again. We apologize for we that. Got, However, we, it was a good one. You have to admit. It was a good one. We, we got the message. <laughs> Loud and clear. Loud and clear that, we, that America doesn't like two-hour <laughs> episodes. But uh, that's all we got. Peace. Crack open a can of freedom with your friends. Thank you now.